about we spot you 14 and then still cover two touchdown spread? First place, baby. And one. Best record in the NFL. No more perfect teams. I think my Miami Greetings. Dolphins are perfect. Loyal listeners, you are listening to The Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. You can give us a follow on Twitter, at TBlowhole. Uh, you can shoot us an email at theblowholeradio at gmail.com. Guaranteed for a response and also a shout-out on air. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram, uh, the Blowhole Podcast on on the gram for those that uh, are on Instagram. Lots of funny memes for for all you guys that like the memes. Rob, how nervous were you? For, down fourteen, nothing. Were you calm, cool, and collected like everybody on the field? It looked like nobody cared. It looked like nobody cared at all. I wasn't worried yet because it honestly, this, this I. I'm getting tired of making this analogy, but this felt like my Madden games. Like, because I will constantly try something stupid in the beginning and be bored and throw a terrible pick six or do something. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm down 14 nothing. Let me just go and, and wipe wipe them off the floor, wipe the floor with them. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous, but that's uh, that's me. You know, you know who I am not the, the optimist that you are. So, um, I've been scarred one too many times by this team in the past. So I, it looked familiar to me. Um, it looked like, uh, like a sloppy way to start and a letdown. Um, uh, it definitely was a sloppy way to start. Um, but no, they proved me wrong and man, they was, it was over quick. <laughs> like this team, I mean, against bad teams, we are, we are very good and that's not always been the case. So but that is something like, like, you know, people want to, you know, obviously we've only, played one and a half good teams and one would, you know, we've lost it one. And, you know, if you want to call the, the chargers a half a good team and that was a, you know, that was a, could have went either way, but you have to beat the bad teams, right? How many, even last year we struggled against them. So getting these wins, this is something now do, does that make this coming week not to get ahead of ourselves that much more important? It makes, I mean, not more important, but it makes it, we're all everyone wants to see it, right? We need a measuring stick. We've proven we can crush the junk. Now let's play a good team. We have talked, yeah. I mean, we we, we will talk about the Eagles and then you know that's that massive game that is upcoming on Sunday night. Um, but uh, just I mentioned it last week, like I wanted to see you know uh, a more fundamentally sound performance. I feel like for most of the game, it was after for three quarters of this game on Sunday, you know, we were, we were very good. Even, even in the first quarter, it's not like we were, I mean, the offense just didn't made some stupid mistakes and just didn't really make any plays. And the defense was not stepping up. Um, you know, they weren't, they weren't able to cover for it, but you know, they, they bounced back. Um, the Panthers are just bad. Like it's just a bad team. Do, like, and do they, you realize we did that in a half because we right. basically didn't even play the I mean, all of that was done in the second and third quarter. We put up 42 and a half. Yeah. Well, 35. I think there was the Ahmed touchdown. In the oh, that quarter. came in the fourth, but right. But again, yeah, 35 and a half, which is, you know, that on that 70 pace, which is unsustainable. And yet we just did, we did it. We basically did it for half the game and then let up. Um, yeah. The one thing, obviously the letting them run, 
all over us, not fun on those first two drives. Honestly, I thought X was a, a fingertip away from picking off that. that, that oh, the Jalen one? Yeah, he took just, just a – just was off on the angle by like half half a yard or something like. I, but, yeah, I think if if he had his, if his his you know his he I don't think honestly I didn't think he got a good jump like timing wise if he had if his feet were in a different rhythm when he was running over there he might have been able to get more elevation but that's a play he kind of can make. Um, but the fact that they settled down and then did what they did, you know, yeah, it's a bad team and but they they you know they ended up doing what they do this is a defense that it's not going to dumb it's not the 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 browns defense it's not the 49ers defense it's not gonna you know from whistle to whistle just crush people but they're going to make plays when needed and they shut they're getting pressure yeah statistically they you know they're one of the top teams in the nfl in terms of sacks and in and qb pressures so they so they are getting pressure so that's been sustained, and then for the most part, they're they're doing it rushing four, which is great. You love to see that. Um, they did get some coverage sacks in this game, so the coverage is there. What's been alarming to me the most, I would say, is the the lack of turnovers. Right, like they are not forcing turnovers. I can't remember the last time they forced a turnover. Now we didn't turn the ball over. Um, I, I mean, we had the pick six at the end of the game in garbage time, but like when the, the game mattered, like you know, there were no the offense didn't turn the ball over. So that's that was a plus. Yeah. Um, but I, we're seeing, you know, we're not seeing those, you know, the big, the turnover plays from the defense yet. And you were right. X was close, but he didn't get there. Um, you know, a, a handful of sacks, you know, no, no strip sacks, you know, no, no forced fumbles. Um, I mean, turnovers I, are not really a, it's not a sticky stat. It's, it, they can come in bunches. Right. Like, so, oh, so you're saying like they could be even better if those start coming, not that not like knocking them for not having them yet a little bit of both you know a little bit because i recognize that yeah it's obviously it's like you said it's not a sticky stat it's not something that you know you can't like some of them a lot of times miss you know turnovers are just made by you know they're they're terrible plays by the other team so you know you got to count on that but or a lucky just, you know, not, right like those sorts of things but we're just you know we're not seeing it you know we're not seeing them you know they're not the the Broncos game you saw you saw Holland punch the ball out a couple times in that game. Um, I'm actually glad that, you know they're they're trying to tackle a little bit better now and not just like holding on and trying to punch the ball out like I you know I called them out for for that a couple games ago. Um, yeah, they stopped when once you did that. Yeah, exactly. They're obviously listening to the global, um, but no, I, I would like to see you know some 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 you know game changing plays from the defense. Um, you know, that'd be nice. We're going to need those types of, you know, that, that would sure come in handy against the Eagles, um, you know, this week. But uh, one other thing I noticed on the defensive side of the ball with Phillips coming back, um, and, and I'm glad Phillips is back. He's a tremendous player. Um, Van Ginkle's now out, of, you know, you could see him. They, they're trying to get him on the field, but he's out of position. So you saw, I mean, at least I noticed it. I don't know if you noticed it. You know, on running plays, like he's getting blown up by by guards and, you know, like blockers because he's not built to, you know, be in the middle like that. So I saw him getting pushed over pretty easily from the inside, um, just not generating the, you know, the, the pressure off the edge that we've been seeing from him. Um, again, Phillips was getting there. Uh, Chubb got home, uh, which was good to see. Uh, Wilkins, uh, I believe Sealer also got one. I, Wilkins got two, I think. Um, either way, the, the pressure was there. You know, it's just... I, Van Ginkle doesn't look the same when he's in that uh, that interior 
uh, linebacker position. I think, you know, we have Long and, and Baker are probably more suited to play there. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see going forward how they how they use him and maybe getting him into the rotation on the edge. But uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Well, before uh, you go there for the defense, yeah. I, I just want to say, like, again, I think this defense is obviously it's it has its trouble in the beginning when the games are close and you don't yeah. know and they don't and you have to play run and pass. And that's what we're getting, you know, giving up run actions are getting to us. Once our offense does its thing and we have our lead, well, now it's all right. Now we're pretty much two or three, you know, two or three, two or three downs for every like first down, you know, for every series we're rushing. We know we're rushing and that's, and then they're, they're succeeding there. So that is, that is, uh, you know, that is nice because we expect to have the leads, but if, you know, if we're playing a good team like the Eagles and it's close now, all of a sudden, you know, yeah, what will we see from the defense? I'm very curious what what we will see from the defense. So, yeah, uh, well said. I do want to flip over to the offensive side of the ball. We were very, very hard on uh, Mr. Pumplosi uh, the last time that he played. Um, for those of you that don't know, that's uh, that's a fake Twitter handle that many people believe is uh, run by one Liam Eichenberg. I believe we've mentioned it on the show. But Eichenberg did get the start uh, because Connor Williams was unable to go and – not only did he uh, not play terrible, he actually played very well. He graded out, uh, he, I believe he was the highest graded offensive lineman on Sunday for the Miami Dolphins, which is... And the Panthers yep. are a terrible team, but they have a good front. So that so this isn't just like, oh, you, we ran over the... This isn't like running over the Broncos. Like, this was, this was a good game against a good front. So, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Credit where credit's due. He must have, they must have made some kind of adjustments. I mean, I'm not as high on the, the Panthers front as you are. I mean, they're, they're good, but they're good. I'm not, I'm not saying they're a great front, but that's not a, that's not a weakness. That's might be the strength of their team. Now it's still a terrible team, but they're, but they have a good front. Yeah. But uh, you know, no bad snaps, no penalties. Um, you know, like I said, he graded out very well, both in run blocking and pass blocking. Um, I believe he was the highest graded of the offensive linemen on Sunday. So, so kudos. I know we were very, very hard on him after the Bills game, but that was a historically bad performance and uh, was very troubling. The other offensive linemen, I mean, the offensive line played well. I don't think there were any sacks in this game. It didn't seem like Tua was ever really under pressure. Um, Mostert had a field day running the ball. Um, he looked amazing. He's just been – he's been – I I knew he was good. I've always been high on him, but, I mean, he looks – he's like a top three, top four running back in the NFL the way he's playing right now. So, Well, he's um, playing great, but honestly, it, it really feels like – the run, you know, the passing game was installed last year and the running game was installed this year. Like that we yep. are running plays that get him in space or get the defense running the other way. Like the running game looks good. But as you know, Ahmed is like Miles Gaskin, but faster, but, you know, similar quality of player, good backup. But you can see like, you know, he can't do what HN and Mostert can do. He's good. He got his touchdown. Um, but, but like, yeah, you could see the difference of this, the speed and the toughness of, of Mostert, uh, is amazing. I love him. Yeah. The, the toughness is, is underrated on his side. Like, you don't like you, you see him and you think he's just like a speed guy. Um, but I mean, no, he, he, he welcomes contact. He runs through contact. He breaks tackles. He run you know, he runs hard. 
Um, he's perfectly designed for this offense. Just the, you know, the, the spacing, the zone blocking, like all of it, the motion. The first touchdown they scored was was beautiful. I mean, the design where they, they had, uh, you know, they had Smythe run the um the crazy. Oh, when he, when he ran back and blocked. Yeah, that was. Yeah, crazy. he ran back as a lead blocker, and um, yeah, the timing was just perfect, and he just walked into the end zone. That was that was great. Um, one, I guess, small thing, you know, as as well as the offense is playing, Waddle still kind of missing from like the from the big plays and um you know he had see i think you mentioned it off air a couple times it feels like they're forcing him the ball um yeah just i mean that's that's a little troubling I'd, i would like to see him get a little bit more involved in terms of like the big plays well, he did score a touchdown but the giants game i felt like they forced him the ball and two of those were interceptions yeah. in this game this was the game too right the touchdown Hill was wide open under like an easier throw to Hill wide open. And he threw it to Waddle, which was fine because he got it to him. But it even seemed like I guess that was the first read. And he's like, I can make this. But this one where he was rolling out to his left. No, I see, yeah, we all saw that. Like at the bar, we all were all like, oh, wow, Hill's wide open. I mean, even like he could have even walked into the end. I was, he didn't even I, throw it. <laughs> like, I, was, he, like, I was describing it for the audience, not for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sure. it just it seemed it seemed like he could just, you know, he it seemed like it was a harder throw to get to Waddle. So I don't know if that's part of this, like getting him involved, because Hill's obviously on an MVP caliber season. You don't want you'd want to keep Waddle engaged and part of the offense, and you're gonna need him at some point. Um, when you you know, if you find a team that's just gonna double or triple Tyreek, I get it, but it's just weird. It, it's 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 weird. They'll run him the screens, you know, which are usually pretty good. He'll get a couple over the middle. He gets those end zone shots. But yeah, I don't, I guess what he'll, I guess when that first read is just open, you just keep throwing to it. <laughs> I guess until somebody covers Hill, Waddle's good. Might not have the big numbers we expect. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that leads us to Sunday night. Uh, the Dolphins go to play the five and one Philadelphia Eagles, coming off a, an ugly loss against the Jets. I don't know. I hated that. I didn't want. I didn't want to face them coming off of a loss because that's just. Eh, are they going to lose yeah, two in I, a row? I, like I just. I, I would have rather. <laughs> I hated it more because it was the Jets uh, more True. than anything else. But but yeah. Um, yeah, it was a weird game. Um, yeah, they were – I mean, they were clearly the better team than the Jets. They just <laughs> couldn't stop turning the ball over. And then that interception to set up the – you know, I mean, obviously they let them score the touchdown so they'd get the ball back. But um, that man, interception that was terrible. Like Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Just bad, bad play. And, like – And what was it? It was like, like four I, four turnovers to none, right? And, and it still came down to, like, uh, the final drive. Like, that was pretty – that that's yeah that's a fluky loss yeah they have the jets have definitely dumbed down the offense they're playing like the uh the baltimore ravens offense from like 2000 where they were just like hey just hand the ball off to jamal lewis and we'll throw quick slants every now and again we're not doing anything complicated so i know we're we're supposed to do the preview but i forgot i have the dumbest of hot takes okay i like dumb hot takes Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is 15 times the quarterback that Zach Wilson is. Yes. Because that offensive line is so bad, I think 
they might be better with Zach Wilson than they would have with Rodgers because he couldn't have danced around as much as that dummy does. Now, granted, that dummy does a lot of damage when he runs around, but I don't think Rodgers could could do anything behind that offensive line. It would have looked like that those first four plays where it was just somebody in his face the whole time. Actually think they're better with Zach Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. And saying it, I don't believe it, but that's why it's the dumbest of hot takes. But part of me thinks that that might be real. It's a pretty dumb take. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, um, but there's no way they're better with with Zach Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. But I right. I, I, I right. understand. <laughs> it's, I, that's, like I kind of understand where you're going. It's not even a hot take. It's a dumb hot take. But yeah, but that's but part of me thinks like because the whole and maybe I'm I'm just also trying to force my preseason narrative that I that's the reason I didn't think they'd be good is because of the offensive line and Rodgers is old, but. That stupid team is three and three. You can't tell me they wouldn't have won one or two more games with Rodgers. That'd be gross. Against a really, a really tough schedule, too. A really tough schedule. They would so, have been lucky to be three and three with Rodgers. That's what everybody said. Get through this yeah. three and three with Rodgers, and you're in you're you're in great position. So so it sucks. We actually have to think about them. They, you know, they're not Yeah, it does. But what's nice is we don't have to think about the Patriots anymore. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. They're bad. I, we'll Get them yes, right after right. the Eagles, but back to the Eagles. So, um, last year they were pretty dominant, you know, making it making their run to the Super Bowl. They they were scoring lots of points. Their defense looked great. Um, this year they were they were five and zero going into last week, but their games were a lot closer. Their offense doesn't look nearly as dominant, even though I feel like they actually have better running backs this year than they did last year. I feel like Swift is a huge upgrade over over whoever they had in the room last year, Miles Sanders and. Well, they have everybody else. They basically just swat Swift for Sanders. They still have Gainwell and yeah, but those uh, guys are yeah, those yeah. other guys. But they have Rashad Penny too. He's a good running oh, back. I guess they, they, they don't use him, but they yeah. used them in Week One and they didn't use Swift. And they and then they were like, nah, we'll do this. Yeah. Here's the thing though: they lost both coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinators, yep. gone from last season, and that's a huge difference, obviously. Um, and they're feeling it, but that to get. You know, the beginning of the season is going to be the hardest because they're putting in the new new systems. So to get through that five and one is pretty darn good. So hopefully they're not getting a feel for it now as we go in there to play them on a, on a you know, Sunday night primetime. Well, they certainly did not look like it last week. They are a good primetime football team as well. That's one thing that they've done over the past two years is they've won their primetime games. They've won them convincingly. We have not really played... <laughs> A lot of, you know, I, I guess it's like the – we haven't shown a lot in big games is, is I guess where I'm getting. Tua's, you know, missed a lot of them last year. Try Like the Bills game on Saturday night that he played up in Buffalo, he played well. It was a game we could have won. Um, you know, some calls didn't really go our way. The Bills were just better than us that night overall, I guess. Um, but uh, that, that really that's one of the only ones I can think of, um, you know, and then other times like two has had big games, uh, you know, like we're like big, important games. Um, you know, I'm, I I like Tua. I'm just saying like he hasn't he hasn't really won a big game yet. Like and that's that's kind of the narrative that we're that we're under. And here's an, this is an opportunity is I guess what I'm saying here. So I'm cautiously optimistic because the team looks so good. But I was also cautiously optimistic when they went up to Buffalo in week four as well. So. So here's here's the big thing. Let's look at the injury report. So one good news is I don't see uh, Kendall Lamb on this. There he was a little banged up, right? But I don't see him on the injury report at all. So 
That was scary if we thought he couldn't go. Connor Williams, you know, obviously we talked about how well Liam Liam Eikenberg played, but we need Connor. I, we need Connor for this. They've got a crazy uh yeah. defensive front. He didn't practice yesterday. He was a limited participant today. Um, I honestly don't know what that means. I haven't read what people are saying or how they feel. I don't know if you have any uh any insight on that on whether you think he's going to play. Just the things that McDaniel has said, I mean, you know, just in the press, I mean, no one's in the room, so you don't really actually know. But sounds like Williams wanted to play last week. Sounds like he was very, very upset that he couldn't play. Um, sounds like they were being a little overly cautious, maybe, you know, maybe saving him for this game so he didn't overdo it. So I'm hopeful he plays, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, because that's 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 a bit like for this game, we need him like, you know, this is similar to that Bills game, right? Another great good front. Um I don't think we could win with Liam. No offense, Liam. I think, I you know this. Is, I think we're close enough that that could be the difference. I think you know with Connor and the rest of the and Lamb and the rest of the starters, I think we could win. Uh, if one of them is out, I think we might have trouble. Xavier uh, reaggravated his groin, um, so that was a problem for him last year. Um, you know, most of the year he was playing with it, so that was reaggravated on Sunday. Um, without him, that could be a, a problem. The Eagles have some very good wide receivers. AJ Brown's one of the best in the league. Devonte Smith is arguably the best number two wide receiver in the league. Devonte also- Smith is also limited today to not practice. Uh, I did see that. I feel like he's probably, well, it's play. a hamstring though. So you don't know. And that's something oh, yeah. that, so that, that could be tricky. And they obviously there's Julio Jones. Yeah, and they sign Julio Jones. That actually is telling, right? All of a sudden, I'm like, why would you do that? So that could be a could mean they might be without Devontae for a little bit. And Lane Johnson, their their very good offensive tackle, didn't practice yesterday, but was limited today. Um, I think those are the only ones worth noting, really. Uh, Godert, the tight end, was limited, but I think he'll play. I think everybody else. Uh, Blankenship actually might not. He hasn't practiced all week, but I don't know. Any if word on uh, Nick Needham? Was he is he on the injury report? I know he's been he's been. Nick active Needham already. has been limited this week. He practiced limited yesterday and today. Jalen Ramsey, by the way, did we mention? I don't remember. It was it wasn't officially uh, reinstated or what's the wording? So he's still his twenty one day window is open, so he could practice with the team. Um, they have 21 days to activate him. They can activate him at any time or they can wait the three weeks. They do not activate him within that three weeks. He goes on the IR for the rest of the season. Um, he's not going to play this week, but I think there's a good chance, you know, he plays before the bye. I don't know if it might yeah, be. Yeah, maybe the, the Chiefs game. I mean, if we win this game and win the next game, then it might be like house money, rest everybody yeah. through the bye. <laughs> but if we lose or, or if, if X can't go next week or something i don't know yeah i don't there's no reason to rush him other than to get the team used to playing with him but i would think the bye week would be a great time you get you know after the bye we get we could get hn we could get armstead and we could get ramsey back so that's ramsey armstead yeah all all back after the bye after the bye which would be huge so um 
So Sunday night, um, back to Sunday night, back to Philadelphia. Their defense, as you mentioned, their front especially is is very good. Uh, their secondary is a little banged up. I am cautiously optimistic. I do think they're going to slow us down. I think it will be similar to what we saw in New England on Sunday night. Um, I think our offense will have some success. I think our defense will be able to contain them, um, you know, to a certain extent just because of the problems they've had on offense. I do feel like they will be able to run the ball. I am going to predict a Miami Dolphins victory 24 to 20 is what I'm saying. 24-20 Miami Dolphins. Maybe a late touchdown. Maybe a late touchdown to win. That would be – I would love to see it. Um, Let's go. I know I missed on the Buffalo week. Uh, I hope this is a different outcome, and I hope this is a much different performance from this team. It's a very big opportunity to make a statement for this team. So – and so – all right. I'm the optimist, and I will most likely be predicting a Dolphins win. This is – NFC, it's not nearly as big as the Chiefs game since that's AFC and seeding and all that is more important. Um, going in to Philly after they just lost an ugly game, this is this is a hard one. Now, people are like, oh, you can't beat this team. Sure, you can beat I need them to play well. I need them yeah. to have a hard-fought, close game. If, that, if they lose 24-20, if they're on the wrong side of that, what you said – I feel good. I, I don't feel good that we lost, but I feel good about the team knowing that we could, could have, you know, we were in the game and that we could run with good teams. Being on the road in prime time is hard. Phillies, you know, they're a good home team. That said, uh, if Connor Williams plays, I expect us to win, and I have a similar score, but I have a little more faith in our offense, so I have us at 27 24 kind of feel like i want to push that to 31 i've been big on the 31 but uh i'll stay there 27 24 all right i like it i obviously we'd both be ecstatic with either one of those results so uh let's go dolphins let's have a good showing up in philadelphia on sunday night let's show the nfl we're for real show everybody um all right we're gonna take a break when we come back we'll recap our silly little games and uh play some silly little games so please stay tuned And we're back. So where should we begin, Rob? Since we just covered uh, the Philadelphia predictions, why don't we go into our prop bets? Um, and we'll take a little stroll over to the degenerate side of things and uh, let everybody know how we did on props. I think uh, we both did pretty good. We both did pretty good, but you you did the most amazing bet i have ever seen and will ever see in my entire life so Ah. for those of you who don't remember all the way back to last (laughs) week you took bryce uh before we do we usually make our picks before on you know before we go on air so so we're not sitting here going i think you know the whole time so while we did it you took bryce young's over 216 and a half passing yards which made sense. By the time we went on air, what, half hour later, maybe 45 minutes, the page had refreshed and had gone to 217 and a half. It just moved up one yard. Big deal. And me, I'm being so gracious. I'm like, hey, it was 216 and a half when we picked it. It stays there. It's like if you when you put your bed in that you lock it in. That 
dumb dummy threw for 217 yards. He you literally moved the one yard over where you would have missed it. You had the 216 and a half. He threw 217. If we had done it an hour later, you would have missed it because it went to 217 and a half. That's insane. I I thought I that knew. was amazing. I knew. I wouldn't take it at 217. I only took it at 216 and a half. I wouldn't have taken it at 217. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, so that, that we had. Uh, so, yeah. So you hit you hit that. You hit two is over one and a half touchdowns. He's getting back to 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 be being good money on that. Um, again, the waddle over has been. I think it's missed all year. He, he only missed it by like seven and a half yards. I guess eight. Because, um, but uh, yeah, it was. He had fifty-one. It was fifty-eight and a half. So that's uh, that's tough. I hit the feeling over because I knew he's their only guy, and we would let him catch all those stupid short slants. I didn't know he'd go for one hundred and fifteen, but I know he. I knew he'd go for more than fifty-seven and a half. I was confident about that. Wasn't very confident with the hill over because that number is getting higher and higher. It was 87 and a half last week. Hint, it's 95 and a half this week. Um, he went for 163, so he just blasts through it. Easy win. And I just missed the two over. It was 273 and a half. He only threw 262 because he didn't need to play the, the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, uh, but yeah, two out of three is not bad. We continue to, uh, to make you money if you're uh... – if you're listening to us um some interesting prop bets this week uh i'm going to take the tua over on the touchdowns again so he's at one and a half i'm gonna say he's gonna get at least two touchdown passes on sunday night um the other one that i like in this game is deandre swift they have him at 61 and a half rushing yards i feel like he's going over that so i'm gonna take the over on deandre swift rushing yards um, and I have not learned my lesson on Jalen Waddle. He's crushed me two weeks in a row, but I'm not taking the yards this time. You know what I'm going to do? They have him at four and a half catches. I'm going to say he's going to get over four and a half catches. He got seven last week. Uh, they are, I definitely feel like they are trying to force him the ball a little bit. I feel like he's going to get his catches. He might not get the yards. I'm going to go with over four and a half catches for Jalen Waddle on Sunday night. I like it. I like it. I like the two over touchdowns the most out of your bets. My favorite bet of mine is the Mostert over. It's 50 and a half. Yes, they have a good front, but we're not just trying to run up the middle anymore. We're going to we run outside. We we do some some, you know, do some inventive um we everybody talks about the motion, but you know, we get their guys going one way and then all of a sudden Mostert's going the other way. I think he's a lock to go over 50. Um I'm taking the under on Jalen Hurts' rushing. It's to me the number's too high. It's 46 and a half. He has not been running as much this year. I feel like a lot of the running quarterbacks are kind of like saving it. Like don't don't need to take hits and run too much early, except for Josh Allen, because that he's just not smart enough not to throw himself into harm's way. But I don't know. I think 46 and a half is high. Yeah, he could do it in two plays, but uh I'm taking the under. And I hinted at it. I, I didn't love any other bet, so I'm just sticking with it. I'm like, you know, this is crazy. I don't know if I would ever put real money on 95 and a half rushing yards, receiving yards for Tyreek Hill, but I'm taking it in our game. Um, I don't recommend putting your cold hard cash on that, but it's so much fun to root for it. Uh, 
his his pay, his pace is staggering. His he's he's basically his receiving looks like Achan's rushing. It's insane. I'm I would say it's not a responsible choice, but I mean, you if you've been making that bet every week, you're making money. So <laughs> I don't. I think I only missed it once. Yeah, I'd keep riding that one. Um, so, like you said, not not a responsible one. Like especially if you haven't been betting it all year, but um, I wouldn't stop now. Um, I actually feel like he, he's probably in line for a big game on Sunday night because I think the Eagles' secondary is a little banged up. So. I think we'll have some success through the air, um, but I do like your Mostert over pick as well. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. Um, okay, why don't we uh, take a look at our NFL pick'em? Uh, the home dogs really let me down last week. Uh, oh boy, I came they? crashing back down to earth. Yeah, I am not not a good pick'em week for me last week. You can go ahead and revel in victories. Yeah, you were getting. Getting points in all these games. Uh, you had the Bears, the Chargers, and the Bucks, and you lost all three games. Um, usually, the home dog's a good that's a good safe bet, but um, it really is. Well, to be fair, the Chargers are never home, there were that was all Dallas. That's uh, we did in, in there, but man, they, remember, they had a chance. remember, they, could, they honestly. Should. Remember way back when, in what felt like thirty years ago, when it just when it was just like obvious that Herbert was a better quarterback than Tua. That was a weird time, wasn't it? Because <laughs> because now, yeah, they now it's it, you're not crazy for being like I think the Dolphins made the right choice. Now Herbert's a good quarterback, but you know we're, we're overly sensitive us the us the the and on as they call them. We're overly sensitive because nobody wants to give to a credit. Oh, it's the system. Oh, it's the players. He's still got it. He's still doing it. And yeah, Herbert makes these incredible throws, but then he's terrible for, for three and a half quarters. He was terrible in that game. And nobody's out there be, talking about like what, you know, Oh, he's not, he can't do it. Like if Tua has a bad game, it's because he's terrible. Everyone else is allowed to have a bad game. I hate it. Makes me mad. I don't care. Let them uh, cry when we're hoisting the Lombardi. I hope so. I mean, I hope we're hosting the Lombardi. So, um, all right, let's go through uh, the score or the sorry the uh, the NFL slate of games for Sunday. So, Jags Saints are playing right now. Neither one of us wanted to touch that one. I like the Jags. They are up seven nothing as we speak, but uh, that's not one of our games. Yeah, we both um, like tags. That's why we didn't pick it because we Lawrence Lawrence is playing. I'm assuming. I didn't look at the game at all. I guess I don't have it on, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Either way, I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little low on the Saints right now. Um, Bills Patriots Bills nine nine point favorites going into Foxborough. I don't think either one of us wants anything to do with the Patriots. No, we do not. Lions plus three at Baltimore. I think we both actually like Detroit here. Well, we um, both like Detroit, right? I thought you took the Bucks. Oh no, this is Lions. Sorry, that was last week. <laughs> last week you liked the them against it. Yes, we, we, yeah. this is one I like the Lions, um, but I don't like this to bet it. Yeah, Commanders uh, two and a half point favorites going into the Giants. Uh, the Giants are terrible. I don't want to touch that game. Uh, Falcons Bucks. Um, I think we might have one here. Bucks favored by two and a half at home. Falcons coming in. Desmond Ritter not great on the road. I think the Bucks are going to try and bounce back from a 
pretty bad performance against the Lions last week, quite frankly. I think they're better than what they showed. I've been high on the Bucks all year. That's one of the only teams that have done well for me in Pick'em. Not last week. Um, but I'm going to go back. I want the Bucks. Do you want the Falcons? Two and a half I will points. take them. I'm 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 just gonna say right up front, I am not comfortable with really any of my picks. I didn't I did not have a good feel for this week. Every game feels like a stay away to me. Um so yeah. Yeah, some weird I'll take yeah. Falcons. Uh Browns Colts. Browns three point favorites going into Indianapolis. Indianapolis without Anthony Richardson for the season. So we'll be Minshew Mania from here on out. The Browns don't really know if uh, Deshaun Watson's playing or not. He's been practicing. But as you so aptly mentioned off air, his contract's guaranteed. Why the hell would he play on Sunday? So. <laughs> exactly. Um, there, I heard this on another podcast, and I, I just because Minshew, who played well, and then last week was awful. Um, it it might have been uh, Bill Simmons or whatever, but just to give the credit. But they just mentioned that like Minshew, for whatever reason, is great when he comes into a game and is terrible when he starts a game, that they should use him like the way the baseball uses like a, a reliever <laughs> to start a game and just have him come in in the second quarter. <laughs> I like that. But uh, like- but th- this is, game is one of those like terrible stayaways. How The Browns just beat San Francisco. How could they be only giving three against Indy against Gardner Minshew? Looks terrible. I could totally see this being a Browns letdown, and yet I can't bet on Gardner Minshew. Like, I, I just can't do anything with this game. So all that talking for neither one of us are touching this game. Uh, the next one, the Las Vegas Raiders, favored by two and a half, going into Chicago without Justin Fields. Uh, give me the Raiders. I know I know you love the Bears and hate the Raiders. I think, what what is your logic here? You can't see the Raiders being four and three? That it's a little bit of a lot of things. I it's hard to see the Raiders four and three. The Raiders are the kind of team that will, you know, just lose a stupid game. Um, I mean, Jimmy Bears, might not be there. They might be without. Uh, Jim, actually, I think Jimmy is not playing. I think that's. I think he is. Uh, but they have Brian Hoyer, who's a comp. You know, competent, like backup. He's a Teddy Bridgewater esque. You know, like yeah, better uh, offense. Better running back. Yeah, they, they should win, but it's just one of those. That's what I'm saying. I don't love any of my picks, but I'm I'm just like, you know what? This is everyone's writing off the Bears. Tell oh, you got the first two picks in the draft. Blah blah blah. And the Raiders, what? They just beat the Patriots. They barely covered. They needed a safety to cover against the Patriots, like at home. That's that's yep. not impressive. So Patriots so, yeah, got uh, Devontae last week. <laughs> did, did you see that? What was that? I said the Patriots got Devontae last week. I don't know if you saw. He uh, Devontae dropped that wide open pass. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, and that was a nice throw. That was that was. Yeah. Uh, he actually, somebody hanging on him to make that throw, that make that catch. Yeah, and that uh, Seahawks for folks favored by seven it. and a half at home. Nobody wants that. Uh, Steelers three point underdogs going into Los Angeles for what will most likely be a home game for them. Um, don't think, don't think you want any part of that. I like the Rams, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. Chargers getting five and a half going into KC. Might I interest you in some Justin Herbert? You just got done telling me yeah, how terrible I'm, it is. I'm told you I don't like any of the games or any of my picks this week. And most of these I'm doing the going against what I think. I saw this line at six and a half other places. I liked it better there, but I'm going to take the Chargers. For whatever reason, they do play well against the Chiefs. I 
earlier this week, I did a little research, which is rare for me because that's work. I wait for other people to do research and post it. But people were talking about, oh, you know, uh, Justin Herbert has all these uh, comeback wins. So I looked up all his comeback wins. The A 12-win Chiefs team is the only double-digit win team that he had a comeback in all of the – there were 10 of them because it didn't count this year because I don't know what the records will be for the teams. For the Actually, I don't think he's – has he come back this year? I don't even know. But basically, the, the teams averaged seven wins – Per, you know, in the season of all the teams that he's come back, and that's including a 12 win team in there. So that means you're losing to crummy teams and coming back to that's not that's not a great stat. So I, but the, the, the 12 and five Chiefs teams is one of the ones they came back and won. So I'm just taking the points. I just feel like the. whenever you're fully out on a team, they look terrible, they did stupid things, they come back and play better. And this Chiefs team is flawed. They They're are not people out this year. That is yeah. that is correct. So uh, I do think they win and cover. So yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs at home. Five and a half. Gimme, right. gimme, gimme, gimme. All right. Packers favored by a point going into Denver. That's yeah. a weird what, line. What is <laughs> that? Jordan Love know. was terrible. Um there there was I know he was terrible last week, or did they have the they had the bye, but before the bye they were terrible. Whatever it was, that line makes no sense to me. Yep. Stay away. Stay away. Oh, you know what? You know what I think is? I think if Aaron Jones is out again, maybe their offense has looked terrible without Aaron Jones. But I still, it's the Broncos. I know they played well last week, but they're the Broncos. I don't get it. Monday Night Football, 49ers, favored by seven going into Minnesota. Don't really know who's injured and playing for the 49ers. I don't think it matters. I'm pretty sure they're going to win. But, um, but yeah, I don't, we don't need it. We got our three games. So, just leave it at that. Yeah. All right. So, that does it for Pick'em. Hopefully, I bounce back. Man, I had an awful showing last week. So, let's see. Got to save face this week. You got, you got Justin Herbert and five and a half points in Kansas City. So, we'll see how um, that goes. I'm letting you win and pick them this week just so I can maybe get a win in the next segment. Speaking of, it is time for our favorite show, or our favorite game on the show. Favorite part of the show. Just our favorite. It's our favorite. Hit it, Rob. Oh, so good. The best, the best. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp, it is a game that Rob and I like to play every week where we draft fantasy teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skilled players. Um, Years past have been, you know, just not that much fun. We actually had somebody on Twitter mention that uh, Fantasy Camp has come a long way since the 2019 season. Uh, it sure has. It sure has. Um, Rob, why don't you tell them what happened last week? The first week? No, week last one week. and two. No, last oh. week. I'm on a tear. Well, I one week one and two. I only want to talk about that. You're on a four week win streak right now. <clears throat> I had the first pick, which was Tyreek Hill, as he always is, which gave you Mostert and Waddle. Mostert went insane. Uh, you know, Waddle didn't have a bad fantasy day. 
That was crazy. You had the, the we had three touch. You had four touchdowns total. Three from Mostert, one from Waddle. The 115 rushing yards. You had the, you know, 20 receiving from from Berrios, 50 from Waddle, 17 from Mostert, along with what is that? Uh, 12 receptions. So that with Andrew Van Ginkle's two tackles and no other defensive stats gave you a pretty nice 54. Not a not a huge score, but a very good score. Um, I had a nice day. I scored 45. I had Hill's amazing 163 and one with six catches. I got nothing from Jeff Wilson. I didn't know if he was going to play. I took him and Ahmed. Um, Ahmed gave me the touchdown. Well, thankfully, because he just had the, he didn't have much after that. Um, and Chubb and Holland actually combined for six tackles, a tackle for a loss and a sack, which gave me, made me catch up a little bit, but I was still a good nine points behind. Um, not enough. Basically, you are very good. You have a 75 more points than me and four, double my win total. Good for you. Hey, look at me. I'm good at fantasy camp. All right. Well, this week I get to pick first. Um, I did tease out on Twitter. This might be the week that Raheem Mostert gets picked first. Um, he's definitely making a compelling argument, but I just can't let you get those those next two picks in a row where you could take, you know, Hill and Waddle. I can't let it happen. Um, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill with the first pick and go chalk. You realize, though, that now I get Mostert and Waddle. Uh, yes, I know. That was a problem okay. for me last week. Yeah. That's why why I lost last week. If I took Mostert, I would have won. This is correct. This All is right. correct. I will take Waddle and Mostert. Fair enough. All right, so two picks back my way. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Braxton Berrios, and I'm going to roll the dice with Jeff Wilson. I feel like he plays this week. I feel like he actually gets a decent amount of touches. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in the end zone. Give me Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, I like it. Uh, the problem is, is after, and even Berrios has been almost wasted. He doesn't get zeros, but he's two to four catches for 20 to 40 yards. Like, I mean, yeah. has he scored? I don't think he scored this year. He, scored he, had, the the he had the one. Yeah. So, so even that's a tough pick. He was like, he's been at, he's been our like go to after you know, go to after the running backs and the wide receivers. Uh, when, when HN obviously was ahead of him, but ahead of any other. So I'm going to take, I believe, I think Wilson's going to play. I think Ahmed's, going to be limited in touches but i'm going to take him really everything else is a dart right uh chosen anderson's nowhere to be seen now that you know he's only there really as an injury replacement but even now i don't remember seeing him in the game cedric wilson has been getting in but he hasn't been in fantasy camp in a few years and that's going to stay that way uh waiting to see claypool you know if it's a dart throw, but who knows if he even plays and if he does play, if he'll do anything. So yeah, to me, it's I'll take Ahmed in the, in the chance he gets some, some work and I probably should have taken Holland, but you know, I'm going with Phillips. I felt like he, you know, he, he looked pretty decent. His stats weren't super showy, but he looked pretty decent. I think he's going to, uh, I think he's going to do some stuff. It's time big stage. It's time, time, time to show the world what he can do. All right. All right. I like it. I hope you're right. That's one of the best things about this game is uh, 
no matter who wins, we both win because it means the Miami Dolphins did good. Guys on the Miami Dolphins did well. So um, I am going to take uh, Javon Holland as my defensive player. And then um, for my super flex, I'm going to go with Christian Wilkins. He's been uh, on a little bit of a tear of late. Two sacks last week. Uh, seems like he's back in uh, in playing shape and, and ready to go. Um, I think he's going to hopefully wreak some havoc. Uh, we need him to. So, yeah, let's go. Christian Wilkins. I like it. If Lane Johnson misses, I love it. If he's there, I don't like it as much because they do have a very good offensive line, which yes. means I'm going to I'm gonna go weird. I'm just going to kind of go off, off the beaten path here. I'm going to take Deshaun Elliott. Um, the defense definitely looked better with him back there than when the game he missed and Brandon Jones played. Um, he flies around. He gets some stuff. I'm just hoping, you know, maybe he can get a, a sack or a pick or or do something fantastic. I'm gonna put him in there because honestly, I do think their their defensive line, their offensive line is is good, and we're gonna need the linebackers and the the DBs to to do some stuff to win this game. Are you there? I, I like it. You. I like it. Oh. I do like uh, Deshaun. It's nope. little... Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? No, you're get yeah, you're breaking up. I know your your internet. I can, but you're breaking up a little bit. But you're good. Go for it. It's good. Makes for good. Uh, good radio. Uh, sure. Great, great radio. Um, no, I was just gonna say, um, you're absolutely right. The defense does look better when Deshaun Elliott is playing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope I hope he has a great game. I hope you're right. I hope you I hope you do well. I hope you score a hundred. Same, same here. That means the Dolphins will have a great, great day on Sunday. Awesome. Well, I think we're we're at about time. Um, any any good nonsensey notes that you have to uh, to say on the way out, Rob? I do not. Um, I am excited for Spider Man Two on the PS Five, so, so I can give Madden a little rest and uh, catch up maybe after the bye. But that that's awesome. what it does. <laughs> We saw the creator. It was awesome. If anybody wants to see a movie in the theaters, creator. Oh, the go Dolphins! Been... Go Dolphins!